Welcome to Balance and Beyond, the podcast for ambitious women who refuse to accept burnout as the price of success. Here, we're committed to empowering you with the tools and strategies you need to achieve true balance, where your career, relationships, and health all thrive, and where you have the power to define success on your terms. I honor the space you've created for yourself today. So let's take a breath and dive right in. On today's episode, I am talking to a wonderful woman called Lindsay, who came to me after crying over cupcakes. And she's got a very inspirational story to give you hope that you can have not just the job of your dreams, but the life of your dreams too. Welcome, Lindsay. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to share your story. Before we kick off, why don't you introduce yourself? And tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're from. Obviously, from the accent, you're not an Aussie. Where are you? <laughs> yes. So I am Lindsay Butler, and I am based out of Kansas City. Um, so I'm in the center of the United States. Um, I'm on the Kansas side, if you're you're curious, versus the Missouri <laughs> side. Big question. Uh, and I am a pharmacist by training. Uh, I spent most of my career uh, providing medications to patients, but now I am a clinical pharmacy consultant and I support employers um, on their pharmacy benefit plans. So helping them understand their insurance. Um, and a lot of the groups I work with are hospital and health systems um, and help them with a strategy to really utilize um, their prescribers and their own pharmacies to have an awesome plan for their employees. Uh, and on the other side, my personal life, I am married to my husband, Drew, coming up on 10 years now, hard to believe. Um, and we have three kids. Um, so our oldest, Lucas, is eight, Logan is six, and our daughter, Dylan, is four. So they keep us busy when we're not at work. Pretty full life. So let's just say you're not coasting here. Right? No. There's no, no. coasting. No. And, uh, and apart from the ages of your kids, a lot of your life looks very different from when we first met a couple of years ago. Why don't you take us back to how was life a couple of years ago? What were you feeling? What was going on inside you? And on top of that, you looked very different, didn't you? Than you do now. Yes. Yes. So um, we connected about three years ago, which is crazy to think about. Um, and so in 2021, and as a pharmacist, I was knee deep in COVID vaccine. Um, so we were just trying to get everybody vaccinated to get out of lockdown and um, all the other things that came with being in COVID. But um, I was with a different company and trying to advance my career while also caring for three kids. And I just didn't know how I could keep going or how I could go to the next level um, and the fear of missing out on my kids growing up. So I know it was around Christmas time when I first looked at your, your posting or Facebook ad. It took me another four months before I finally booked in a session because I was crying because I hadn't made cupcakes for my son's birthday. And I thought I was the worst mom in the world. Um, and fast forward three years now, I don't buy cupcakes anymore. I have a cookie lady and she makes them and they're great. And I don't suffer over that. But back then I was definitely suffering um, 
at work on my performance and also around my kids. Um, and that's when I took the the leap to, to get something different. Cause I, I still wanted to work, but I, I wanted to enjoy my home life as well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what, what started it. The first eight weeks through foundations were, um, a whirlwind. Uh, I remember the, the second week taking the, doing the time audit, um, and, I found all sorts of time. Uh, and one of those was time to make lunch because I just was never packing lunch. Um, I was traveling a lot in the car. So I was just drinking Mountain Dew and eating pizza for most meals of the day um, and being able to to make a lunch. And all of a sudden I dropped 25 pounds, which was the, the start of a journey on getting myself not only healthier, um, during that, but overall healthier now, but, um, had a lot of quick mindset shift mindset shifts during those first few weeks on, um, how to show up different at work, um, and how to put work down when I got home. Uh, and I think that was just kind of the, the start of a lot of things, um, for me really. Yeah. yeah. I think many people can relate to the crying over cupcakes, right? We've got these perceptions of what we think makes a good mom and especially your career was really important to you. And so how were you obviously crying over cupcakes, but what were the thoughts that were going through your head then? I know there was a lot of guilt, but what else was going on about you know how you were or weren't able to be present? Yeah. So I was really, um, so it was started with, I was worried about um, what kind of birthday party I was putting on for my son if I didn't make um, cupcakes, which then led me down a whole spiral of things. So that ultimately led to, I'm a terrible mom. And it wasn't until I did some of this work that I realized that was also the path I was taking at work. So if I was showing up at a meeting after a meeting, even if I did well, I was overanalyzing it. And then I would always find one critique which would ultimately lead me down to my boss is going to think I'm an idiot and then I'm going to mess up and I'm ultimately going to lose my job and which is going to make me a terrible parent because I can't provide for my kids. Um, And that was really once I realized the narrative that was in my head, um, I was really able to to shut that down and um, change that so that I could show myself that I really was a good mom. And what... Do you think was, this is going to be an interesting question. What was the biggest shift for you that, that got you feeling that way at home that allowed you to, to feel like a good mom and parent differently? Um, for me, it was um, providing the evidence. So Joe's going to laugh because I like the data. I need to know <laughs> the information. Um, and so I did a lot of 50 stacks around um that I'm a good mom, what I'm doing for my kids that shows I'm a good mom. Um, And it didn't have to be elaborate things, which is what I was making it seem in my head, like letting your kid go and pick out cupcakes at the store for his birthday is just as good as making them yourself. Um, (laughs) And maybe even better because they taste better, but um, it's the little things that I was doing that I wasn't giving myself credit for. And I think the same was showing up at work 
I kept wanting to do these big elaborate things instead of reviewing all the little things that I'm doing that are having a big impact in the long run. Um, and so putting those in one spot that I could really um, focus on um, when I needed it. Uh, and then there was also just needing to have something that I could turn off the narrative and it really needed, I would just yell at myself when I could, when I catch myself doing it. And then it helped me snap out of it to, to stop the spiral. Um, I still use that today. Um, <laughs> and it involves a swear word, so I won't say it out loud, but, um, it really, it snaps me out of it if I need it now. And I catch myself so much faster um, than I was um, back then, but those were really the big the big shifts that I had to make to mm. really get going. And they sound pretty simple on the outside, don't they? As oh, they do. They do. But yeah. they were pretty tricky to get to a place where they actually worked, weren't they? They were, and it took me like time sitting down and thinking through and and putting them there, and um, and I still have them today and have added to them um, as new things come up. Um, don't need them as often as I used to, but <laughs> um, definitely needed them a lot back then um, just to, to have that evidence, I guess, there um, to support what, what I knew, but needed to stop beating myself up for it. Mm. We can know it, but we don't believe it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I love it. And so now fast forward, you mm -hmm. look different and you're in a different role. Yeah. What caused, I don't know if those two things, they were probably related, but it was yeah. a, a big move for you to leave a place that you've been for over a decade, wasn't it? Your yes. Almost yes. Entire career. I've been for 13 years. Yeah. Um, and ironically, it took, it took a lot to go from someplace I had been my entire adult career, graduated from or pharmacy school right in. Um, I went back to those 50 stacks a lot um, to help myself actually leave. Um, and ironically, I think I'm on the, the anniversary of the year, the day a week I quit um, last year. Um, so it, it took that confidence to know that I um, in myself could do anything. And just because I don't know everything at this new company, I'll learn it. I'm a fast learner. And I had to kind of go through some of those 50 stacks to remind myself of why I was good for this job. Um, and so that's how I finally made the leap. Um, and it's been uh, a whirlwind to say the least, um, at this new position. So, um, when I first started some of those old habits tried to come back in because I wanted to prove myself at a new company. And, um, initially my first thought was to just do a bunch of work and show a bunch of things and, um, had to remind myself that it's a process um, at a new company and the things that uh, they hired me for are going to happen. Um, so it was a big uh, shift there. And I know uh, we had a lot of talks, Joe and I, about some of the, the new narrative in my head that I was worried about. Um, and once I got over really some of that suffering. So there was a lot of meetings that I was having that I was spending 30 minutes thinking about. And once I got over that and the the productivity or the things that I've been able to accomplish in this short time period um, surpassed all this company's, I mean, 
expectations. Um, and I've been able to bring on new business and new streams, uh, that they weren't even, didn't even know it was possible, I guess. Um, so it's been pretty amazing. Um, and with that, um, I wanted to also continue to get healthier to not only, um, take care of my body because of some of the health, con uh, conditions I have, but to really see if fueling my body in a different way would help me even be more productive because I was getting tired every afternoon. And so in July, I took that, that leap and I've dropped another 60 pounds <laughs> since then. Just dropped a number 60 pounds, 20 it. pounds. For the um, odd we're talking, what are you up to now in total since you in pounds? Yeah, like 85-ish. 85 pounds. So we're talking 30, 40 kilos. That's not a small number. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so feel great. Um, able to really that afternoon, two to four thirty um time frame and just get more things done. And um, and by I don't want to say I'm doing a lot more when I say get things done, but um able to be more strategic in the afternoon versus before if I didn't get my strategic time done between eight and 10, it's kind of out the window. Um, so now it just, I, I mean, this afternoon I put two strategic plans together for clients in that amount of time. Um, so it's been really incredible. And then my, my arthritis is not flaring and I'm, I'm coaching both my son's basketball teams this winter. So I have the energy to do that um, at night. Uh, which is really the most rewarding part. So look at that, Lindsay. You've taken, let's be clear, you didn't take a step back in this role, have no. you? You've taken a no. very big step up. Big step up. However, I want to say it was a mindset shift there too because I took a title demotion. But in reality, I've done a ton. So yeah. You've done a ton. And your bank yeah. account is going to start reflecting that and let's also be clear yeah. you're not working until nine o'clock every night are you no my company only works till 4 30 every day it's great <laughs> but yeah. a lot of places only technically work till 5 or 5 30 and the women this still work true. till nine yes, so no. you you're not working those hours because you don't have no. to prove yourself do you i don't have to prove myself and i'm able to get what i need to get done in the day mm. yep. yep what do you think the Lindsay of three years ago, who I think you found one of my initial, initial videos and you said to me, it was open on your phone for three months before you got through the full 12 minutes. Or yeah. Yeah. What do you think that version of Lindsay would say to you today? Well, I think that version of Lindsay would have no idea that this Lindsay was possible. Um, if she could see me now, she would, she would have definitely dialed in faster. Um, but I would say like now, just knowing that there are so many more possibilities um, to achieve what I want both professionally and at home. And I think that's the coolest part, I think, because as a pharmacist, I thought I had like this linear, these were my options for a career. And um, I've just opened up so many more doors and, and possibilities that I just didn't even know um, were possible. And yeah, the, the bank account now, the there is no limit as there was in my previous role. I'm at a company that rewards people for for the work they do, which is which is awesome. 
not to mention all the other fun things I've got to do at this new job this year. <laughs> yeah, we're talking flying in a private jet. We're talking about all kinds of box seats to amazing opportunities. Yeah. So yeah. the perks have been endless. They have been. They have been, which is just something I didn't think, I don't know, people like me would get to do. And here yeah. I am getting to do them. Yeah. Isn't it fascinating though that as you start to value yourself more, as you do the work on you, the external yeah. world matches to meet that. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Crazy. So yes. do you think you could have got here alone? You've obviously been in our world for quite a while. What role do you think that support has played and you getting from, because a lot of women, you know, I'll do it myself. I don't want to ask for help. There's something wrong with me. How, how much do you think that's contributed? Oh, I think it's been everything. Um, you know what, how to push me out of my head. I mean, I think the initial program helped me in, in so many ways, just seeing some of the blind spots and really getting to the roots of some of my weeds, big ones, um, in those first couple sessions. And then, um, really helping me develop that toolkit to support myself, but knowing that there's always something else that we can dig further that you didn't know was there until we got rid of all the other crap on top. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I think it's been vital. My husband would tell you the same thing, that something in me changed once we started connecting. Amazing. So if there's somebody listening to this or watching this who is crying over cupcakes or yes. think they're a bad mom, what yeah. would you like to share? I mean, you are proof that you can have it all, right? You've got good health now. Your relationship with Drew is better. You're more yep. a present mom. You've improved your career. You're working less. Your bank balance is healthy. Like you're the poster child for people who say it doesn't happen. It doesn't work. What would you say to them? Hmm. I would say the possibilities are there if you're open to doing the work to get there. Um, I'm not going to say it was easy. I mean, there was lots more crying in a good way, but um <laughs> You have to be ready to to put the time in and kind of draw a line in the sand and say, this is not the path I want to go. I want I want something different. And that took me a little bit. But um, once I I made the the leap, then I, I was all in and um, making the time to to do the work each week um, is also important because it it doesn't just happen. Um, we have our sessions. I have some rituals I do every day. And then um, I never thought I would be a journaler, but that's where I find all the all the stuff comes out when I start journaling. So yeah, that's and I like it. I, my journal goes with me everywhere. <laughs> you never know when I might need it. But a journal is just a tool, right? That's what I it love is. about it. You've now got this beautiful toolkit that allows you to get out of your head, to swear at yourself. Lindsay built yes. an alter ego that mm -hmm. I think was pivotal in you in this new role, which is one of the many tools that you know we yep. people have heard of this, but it's actually learning how to implement it, right? And right. and make these things work for you. So she can come out whenever she needs to. So you got a pretty impressive toolkit. And what I love is that the bigger your toolkit becomes, the better the results on the outside. Well, Lindsay, you're an inspiration. You're an absolute joy to work with. We've had the pleasure of meeting in person and we're going to meet in person again in 2024. Yes. So I am 
very excited to see where this goes. And I love the more evidence we have. There might be a woman listening to this who says, maybe I can be like Lindsay. So just think you've given hope, you've inspired someone and fingers crossed there's fewer women because of you crying over cupcakes. Thanks for joining us today on the Balance and Beyond podcast. We're so glad you carved out this time for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who might need to hear this today. And if you're feeling extra generous, leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice would mean the world to us. If you're keen to dive deeper into our world, visit balanceinstitute.com to discover more about the toolkit that has helped thousands of women avoid burnout and create a life of balance and beyond. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the Balance and Beyond podcast.